Maybe socialism isn't such a bad idea. I mean, we hear this all the time from the left and especially from the younger generation. Hi, everybody. Brian Sussman here. The Brian Sussman Show podcast, Faith, Family, Freedom. Well, let's think about this for just a moment. Socialism, not really such a bad idea. Carry that out a little further because look how socialism has attacked our education system. Orthodox history has been deviously eliminated and replaced with critical race theory, which has led to violent racial strife and class enmity. Traditional human sexuality and biology have been usurped by an agenda. Free market economics has been tossed in favor of regulated pricing and distribution of production, and people seem to be putting up with it. We're not going to put up with it in this podcast. I'm going to pull the sheets off a lot of this. I'm so glad you're with me. Brian Sussman here. More on me at briansussman.com. By the way, when you go to briansussman.com, make sure you click on the sponsor page. You can learn about some products that I'm really excited about, made from an all-American company, doTERRA. Uh, I'm especially excited about Digest Zen. Instead of those over-the-counter acid blockers that you have to take before a meal, you can take Digest Zen after a meal like I do. Man, I feel so much better. Plus, working in the yard, I get the aches and pains every once in a while. I use Deep Blue Rub. It's like, it's like an over-the-counter uh, muscle cream. But Deep Blue Rub is all natural. And man, alive, does it really work. My wife also takes these soft gels the Serenity Soft Gels for a good night's sleep. Listen, there's a lot more to talk about. Just go to briansussman.com, the sponsors page, and you can learn about the Healthy Habits Kit that I'm also suggesting for you. And guess what? There's a way to get 25% off all of this. Again, great products from doTERRA. I'm telling you, they've made a big difference in my life, and all my proceeds this month are going to Samaritan's Purse. So thank you very much for that. Well, let's get back into what's happening in the United States of America, this slippery slope. I'm going to give you a quote here. Uh, I know that there are a lot of organizations who would say this quote never occurred, but it did. It did. Society cannot leap into communism from capitalism without going through a socialist stage of development. I want to repeat that for you. Society cannot leap into communism from capitalism without going through a socialist stage of development. These predictive words were spoken by Nikita Khrushchev. Nikita Khrushchev. He was leader of the dictatorial Soviet Union. These words were published in Time Magazine in 1959. In fact, it was the February 9th issue entitled Russia. The article's entitled Russia, Victor's War. You see, back in 1959, the American left were fawning over Khrushchev and his anticipated visit to the United States. He was coming to America. The communist leader, the Russian leader, the leader of the Soviet Union coming to America. It was a big deal back then. Quite frankly, I would have said, keep the bum out. But once here, his communist public relations tour included a speech to, predictably, the National Press Club. It was in Washington, D.C., September 16th. This was a propaganda tour. He wanted to clear the air, on, among other things, he wanted to clear the air on a previous statement that received 
much attention in the States, negative attention at that. He said, we will bury capitalism. His words, we will bury capitalism. So now he's before the National Press Club and he says this, I've already said that the words, we will bury capitalism, should not be taken literally, as is done by ordinary grave digger, diggers who carry a spade and dig graves and bury the dead. <laughs> Isn't this typical of the left? No, we didn't mean that literally. You misunderstood what we said. It's rhetoric. It's rhetoric learned at the feet of Karl Marx, quite frankly. He went on to say, what I had in mind was the outlook for the development of human society. So when he said, we will bury capitalism, no, 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 I meant something far better than that. I, I meant that we need to keep in mind the outlook for the development of human society. Socialism, he then said, will inevitably succeed capitalism. So he said, this is part of the natural evolution of human society. Don't be afraid, don't be afraid. Socialism just naturally occurs after capitalism. Don't be afraid. Everybody, just be cool. It's good. Progressives back in that day, 1959, reeled with delight over these words. Khrushchev ruled the communist Soviet Union. It included all of Russia and most of Eastern Europe. He ruled from 1953 to 1964. He did so with an iron fist. Political dissidents and all who practiced religion were brutally persecuted, sent to gulags, unspeakable, in many cases, killed. You know, it's a shame that nearly all Americans under 40, and by that I'm talking about millennials and Gen Zers, They've never heard of Khrushchev, never heard of him, probably never heard of Stalin or Lenin and maybe even Marx. In fact, this demographic generally does not know anything about the Soviet Union, which brutally reigned from 1922 to 1991 and held nearly 300 million people in its clutches. I have friends who, who lived in that period. Some of you listening may have lived during that period. It was awful. It was horrible. I was just talking on Zoom with a friend of mine who's in Eastern Europe. I was talking to him on Saturday, and he said with his, with his beautiful accent, I want you to take a look behind me at the beautiful communist building. <laughs> he, was, he was, of course, joking. It was just a gray, drab, quite frankly, ugly, multi-story building. It was an apartment complex then, and it's since been refurbished. It's still an apartment complex, but one of the ugliest buildings I've ever seen in my life. You see, the problem is America's school curricula have been modified to keep all of these facts entombed in order to uphold a slogan from communism's founder, Karl Marx, who proclaimed, history means nothing. So all these years later, students come away believing that socialism is not really a bad idea. Yet it was the first Soviet leader, Vladimir Lenin, a disciple of Marx, who stated the goal of socialism is communism. That's the goal of socialism. Get you to communism. So how is the United States fulfilling the predictions of Khrushchev? 
by effectively being fooled by patient leftist planners in America and politicians in America, not to mention, quite frankly, an excess of Republicans in name only, who are going forward with the plan, with the plan, with the program. The socialist development of Khrushchev, the socialist development that he spoke of, it it includes, of course, our public education system, which has trained millions what to think, not how to think. And orthodox history has been deviously eliminated and replaced with critical race theory. And critical race theory has led to violent racial strife and class enmity. It's horrible what's happening in some of these cities. Every time Antifa goes off or one of these groups goes off, it's awful. You can still go to sections of, well, large cities all over the United States, but I'm thinking of the large city nearest me, San Francisco. Go to what was once beautiful Union Square, just an absolute international treasure. All the best shopping stores in the world were at, are at Union Square. The problem is, many of them are still boarded up. They don't know when one of these groups is going to hit next. Traditional human sexuality and biology have been usurped by an LGBTQ agenda. Free market economics have been tossed in favor of government-regulated pricing and distribution and, and production, all brought to you by the government. And Christianity, what's a hallmark of public education, is now banned. It's been replaced by faith in progressive government leaders. And of course, simultaneously, unimaginable levels of drug and alcohol abuse have created villages of tents and cardboard, not unlike the third world. It's terrible what's going on there. I believe this is also associated with the breakdown of the traditional family. And quite frankly, breakdown of the traditional family and sexual abuse. Kids get lost in a world of drugs. They can't, it's, it's not a poverty situation that we're seeing in these tent situ, cities, although people are impoverished. It's, it's drugs. It's awful. It's terrible. So we have this third world economy, this freakish sector fueled by unprosecuted crimes and government welfare cash. And if you do become ill, don't worry, we got you covered with Medicare. You know, certainly Khrushchev would also be pleased by our national debt. In 1959, when he came to America, the debt was $285 billion. Today, it's $30 trillion. That equates to $243,000 per taxpayer. In other words, you're a taxpayer listening to this program. Uh, $243,000 is on your back. Now, any criticism of the above is countered by well-orchestrated controls over the flow of information. Editorial positions of popular news media tilt far left. Younger Americans rely on social media for their news, with Gen Z, Gen Z preferring ridiculous sources like Instagram and TikTok. That's where they're getting the news. Instagram 
and TikTok. The latter, of course, headquartered in Beijing. And interestingly, Communist China only allows an extremely modified version of the app for its citizens. This is, this is a plot. This is a scheme. They know what they're doing in China with our young people. And then, of course, there's the vote. Khrushchev's predecessor was, of course, Joseph Stalin, a brutal dictator. In a memoir written by his secretary, the guy's name is Boris Bazinov, Stalin is quoted as saying, quote, People who cast the votes decide nothing. The people who count the votes decide everything. Now, the left would attack that quote by saying, well, we don't really know if Stalin said that. It's the memoir. You see, this is what we encounter. This is what we're up against. Democracies can pave the way to tyrants. And ours, of course, is a representative republic with, of course, great elements of democracy. People have the the opportunity in this country to vote. But democracies like ours can pave the way to tyrants who seek to rewrite national history by purging it of complexity and inconvenient truths. And such players capitalize on the widespread frustration and profit from the chaotic that they create. They seek to curtail the people's participation in politics. They want you to be bummed out. They want you to be so turned off that you say, forget about it. They discriminate based on race and sex and religion and more recently masks and vaccinations. They hold absolutely no moral compass whatsoever. So cheat? (laughs) Why not? You see, now more than ever, my friends, we need history to be told. We need the truth to be shared. We need God to be revered. And we need men and women of good character to step forward and say, I got to do something about this. Thanks for listening, my friends. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you found it beneficial, please share it with a friend. Really appreciate you. God bless you, my friends. And perhaps now more than ever, God bless the United States of America.